Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode's brought to you by Stringjoy, not breaking confidenti- confidentiality agreements since 2014. Like some brands. But I mean, honestly, I'm kind of glad they broke it because like now there's like hope. I mean, there was always hope. I mean, we, we always kind of was like. Okay, really quick, Scott, why don't you tell everyone what I'm what we are referencing? Well, I, I forgot what the, the brand of it. Was it Blacksmith Strings? Uh, uh right. leaked, there's a burp possibly yeah. leaked that uh Parade's PRS will be coming out with an SE version of the Silver Sky. Yeah. That's I mean and everyone's, everyone's speculating on like trying to convert metric measurements that are shown on it into like Imperial to be like, oh, does it have the right string radius? Does it have this? Does it have this? So anyway. Yeah. Well they guess who, didn't, the... guess who guess who keeps their word? String joy. String Stringjoy does. They don't. They don't snitch. Snitches get stitches, yeah. and they make their own stitches in house too. <laughs> that's, that's how. That's how they're able to pay their employees so well. They save money with not. You don't have to go to the hospital. You just go down to the low E strings and get get yourself stitched up. Don't do that. That's how you get tetanus. Um, that's really bad. Uh, Stringjoy not a medical provider since two thousand fourteen. <laughs> Oh no. Um yeah, so like yeah, go check out Stringjoy, go to stringjoy.com. Uh if in case you pull a bin um and break a string in during a bend, you know, you can get in a lot of trouble with that. So always keep some backed up. You know, I'm starting to think when I said I pulled a bend yesterday when I broke a string. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I broke a string. I think I just okay. pulled it out of the locking tuner. Oh nice. Because it was like right at the tuner. Um but, Get to the tuna. But when I undid the locking mechanism, I didn't find like the that like you know quarter inch shard of string left over. Yeah. So maybe I just pulled it out. Actually, my tree string was never staying in tune on my PRS already. My dog is snuggling with the instructions of my shower head. What is wrong with you, Kylo? <laughs> That's um, weird. That's weird. That is very weird combo. He, well, he's really upset because I'm not letting him on the new couch. So he, he destroyed a, a toy in protest i believe <laughs> so i guess we can move on to what's new I, i'll go first i never go first uh diaz got himself in a new apartment look at you so, yeah i'm adulting and stuff like, say, you're an adult again i think what's more important is diaz got himself a, a laptop and a stationary microphone so we don't have to listen to you go to the bathroom again like did last <laughs> week. oh my gosh I wasn't going to the bathroom a whole lot, okay? Back off. <laughs> it was only just a little bit. It was just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, he can't say... I intentionally phrased it that way because he's like, oh, I didn't go to the bathroom. You were washing your hands. Like, you were clearly in a bathroom. <laughs> well, I... It's Yeah. It's not like I was in there, like, dropping a deuce. <laughs> like, yeah, that looks great. <laughs> so I'm like Tony the Tiger on these things. I mean, you make dad, you already make dad noises on the episode all the time. What do we know? Yeah. <laughs> Before we even started the episode, because I just got set. Like, I'm literally, I'm on a laptop on my dining room table that has no chairs. So I've got my computer desk chair, because I don't have a computer desk. 
sitting on my dining room table and scott's like uh do you got the windsock for your mic you breathe it heavy yeah you just right. got excited i was <laughs> i am excited because i actually have a computer that didn't take 17 years to boot up yeah, i mean it's, nice. it's it is it's an older um, macbook air but i mean it it's decent you know it does what i need it to do i just need to be able to run garage band and you know record the podcast yeah the only downside is the camera on it works yeah now you guys can actually see me i don't <laughs> shut it off well hey but at least i have internet that's good enough where i can keep the camera on this is true too <laughs> am i am i lagging am i roboting you, you're just you're uh you're you're you've got the facebook beauty filter on pretty hard right now where it's just <laughs> pixelating like crazy for me but Okay, well, uh, there. there. Fine, I'll turn it off. <laughs> put your put your face away. Thank you. Everyone put, put their face faces away. away. I, I just love well, that none of our profile pictures actually look like us anymore. Yeah, because we've gotten older and fatter. I'm thinner. Scott, I'm actually more thinner human. than my, uh, my profile oh, okay. picture in this one. Well, yeah, I was going to say, Chris does not look like a minion uh, anymore. <laughs> you sure? No, I'm not sure. Um, anywho, uh, I also uh, have my Bliss Factory being delivered to my old address today. Oh, so uh -oh. yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm debating whether I drive the 30 minutes there to pick it up and 30 minutes back. Yes, but I can get it tomorrow, and I'll be like five minutes from from there. Oh, eh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm probably not even going to plug it in today, so there's no point. Do you give your kid a head heads up? Just like, hey, hide this. Uh, well, I'm going to wait for it to get delivered, and I'm going to text the kid that I trust the most. I'm like, hey, go put this in the garage. <laughs> P.S. You're my favorite. Yeah, it's like I was going to say, a.k.a. you're my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's like, P.S. You can have all the tacos you want next time you come over. <laughs> so. Well, enough well, about with that. Chris, what's new with you? Yeah, enough about that. Uh, I think the only thing I've got new is uh, one of our patreons jason fuzzmonger sent me a package with a uh boss sd1 and i'm still not sure what model it is but it's just a guitar fetish telly bridge pickup hmm. nice that i'm going to be putting in my first electric guitar that i ever owned just because i'm not liking the humbuckers that are in it so i've i still have not owned an sd1 i've played them and i like them but I've not owned one. You should. I'm just not a tube screamer guy. Well, the SD one, I mean, granted it is a tube screamer, but there's something about it that has it's like slightly owned voicing. It's not just total mid bump, you know? Right. And that's, yeah, that's I, the thing. I mean, it's just part uh, of the bonsai. Like at, I, I mean, yeah. for a while there, I was like, all right, I'll just buy a GHS bonsai and that will just like, I'll go through I've, all the I, tube screamers, see if I actually like any of them. Yeah. That's like away, the, the but... Mufaletta. Like it's, it's that honestly is such a, great concept um because i the palisades is another one yeah anything that gives you like multiple voicings is absolutely a great pedal yeah just didn't didn't settle on any of them yeah oh 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 i need ooh. to see where the print the king of tone list is probably exactly where it was last week well you know what we're gonna February twentieth. Yeah, same thing. Oh wait, no, that's today's date. They're on August first. It, it's is it's March it? nine today, buddy. Okay, so they have not updated it. Okay, whatever. 
I mean, they, they only update that list like every couple of weeks. Well, that's why I check it when we record, because I remember. Okay. Then. And we record every week, and so that way I'm not disappointed throughout the week all the time, you know? Whatever. The only time you're disappointed gonna... during the week is when we're recording? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, you guys are like, thanks. This is thanks. great. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. That's 100%. It. All right. So, Chris, uh, nothing great new besides, well, you have great new stuff. <laughs> Sorry. That was kind of like, wow, throw it. This is it. This is the, it, it's, it, it's he's just not actually mad at you. This is just about the King of Tone list, Chris. It's not about you. <laughs> Don't take this person. Uh, All right. Speaking uh, of not taking things personally, Scott, what the hell did you get? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I did get a care package from Short this weekend, which was pretty awesome. Oh, that's not my dog. Not my dog. He's he's being good. Yeah, he's mine. mine's putting himself in timeout now. He knows what he did. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, periodically, um, I being in a, a quote-unquote industry professional, I go to industry events and things like that. And I went to one, and Short sent me a care package, uh, some fun yeah. toys. That, I went there, too. Yeah, Diaz, Diaz claims he was there. I don't recall that, but, you know. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me pull up Photoshop real quick. Yeah. We're going to make this thing happen. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, usually it's like a t-shirt or something like that, and they, they're always trying to, like, sl sling you out, like, their earbuds. But this time, they would, like, wow, they, they went all out. Um, so I got a, an MV5, which is, the, like, the, sort of the entry-level, like, desktop microphone from them. Um I'm giving that to one of my coworkers. Uh, we did a, I did a demo in the uh, in our little group and on my YouTube channel of just like comparing that with like the MV7, which is the one that we all really got excited about last year, um, and that versus like my SM7, which you, you you're hearing me on right now. Um, you know, honestly, like if uh, I was a business, kind of just setting up some conference rooms and stuff like that, like 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 my company has a number of like it's just a computer there's enough room for two people in the room it's just like a phone booth kind of a thing um and a mm -hmm. lot of them have like those logitech camera things on the top of it that has built-in mic and they sound like trash because i don't i don't i hope logitech mics start getting better now that they're owned by uh, blue they own blue microphones um oh, yeah. And that merger happened, I don't know, a year or two or three ago. So hopefully some new products start hitting at some point here. Um, which I need to call my friend Hillary over at Blue and see if they actually did that. Um, <laughs> I went to a friend of mine that I went to college with um, is now their marketing manager. So oh, um, nice. yeah, uh, so they sent me that, the MB5, which I liked. Um, they sent me a pair of their... Uh, I'm forgetting the name of it. Something 50 over ear wireless headphones, which are awesome. So I'm, I've been playing with those a lot and that's been a lot of fun. Uh, what else did they send me? I got a mug. <laughs> I got. Yay, mugs. I think they sent me mulling spices. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. What is a mulling spice? I've had mold wine, wine before. Wine. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's like basically you boil red wine or you mm -hmm. heat up red wine with spices in it. Oh, hey, guys. So we've got an opportunity really quick. I just want to point out now that they've made themselves known. Um, there is a bowling team that practices above my apartment. Uh, we can sponsor them for $10 a month. Um, <laughs> I believe they have a Patreon. 
Are, are, are they going to get patches made to go on their jerseys? Or do they uh, not have jerseys? Do you remember that old Disney movie, Alley Cat Strike? Yep, I think so. With Kaylee Cuoco? She was in that? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, dude, I was digging on her way before Big Bang Theory. Well, she was on uh, Eight Simple Rules, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching her um, show on HBO. The the flight attendant or whatever. It's actually pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've been watching the miniseries about the Mormons killing each other. Over oh, books yeah. I got a commercial for that on Netflix the other day. It's pretty interesting. If you're into documentaries, it's very, very neat. So... It's kind of crazy. You know, I think we should have added a what's new in our Netflix queue. Um, That's what, that would be a great. To the that would actually a be a ago. great one. Yeah, that would actually. What's new? What have you been watching? Uh, oh, I've been uh, binge watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> I enjoyed that show. Well, yeah, it took ex, me a while though to like get the feel for it. But I enjoy it. My, my, yeah, my ex was like, "Oh no, it's great. You should watch it." And I was like, "No, no, no." And now that we're split, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch it." <laughs> Whoa. That'll show her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, hopefully, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Guarantee what he's doing nowadays. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna keep tabs. I'm gonna keep tabs on him. I'm gonna listen to his podcast. <laughs> you've, been hate, you've been hate listening to the Effects Loop podcast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> just, just shoot me a text if you really did listen to this because it'll be hilarious. Oh, uh, all right. Okay, Any, Scott, were you done? Before, since I derailed that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, I think I think that's new. Okay, cool. Oh, I finally right, got the so, parts, and I'm oh. finally done fixing all those pedals you sent me. So yeah. <laughs> so now I got now I actually throw that out there. Now I got to play them and see if I actually am keeping them, selling them. What the heck I'm doing with all? No, no, yeah, like, you just had to throw that out there, didn't you? Diaz doesn't know how to ship. No, I really think that was a USPS thing. I think they went a little rough on the package. That's usually how it goes. And those switches. Never are gentle. Good. Yeah. And those switches are small switches. I, I mean, it was it was a pretty like it it was multiple pedals having the same issue. So I just broke all the switches before I sent them. I was upset. <laughs> okay. Well, there was a lot of uh there's a lot of dust related to that was kind of dank smelling all over all these that I had to clean up. So dank smelling dust? Mm-hmm. Uh oh. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? How dank are we talking? Are we talking about like Robert Keeley dank? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't know why I would most of those weren't around that. I don't usually smoke around the stuff. Huh. Anywho. Let's move on and stop showing how bad Diaz is. Um let's talk about the first thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, we're not gonna stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that right. time? Well, uh Sikognani I don't know how to pronounce that they're bringing sexy back um with their sexy boost 2 uh is that a tube in it it's got a tube in it neat yeah they lost me <sighs> I, lost you know what me. my first thought is when i saw this pedal it looks like mad professor made it yeah, it does. Oh, with, yeah. So the, the wings and then like the does Mad Professor do the design around the knobs there like that? Uh I couldn't tell you. But the wings was my first thing. Oh like, yeah. Is this a Mad Professor pedal or is this like them trying to like rip off the brand? 
But... I don't know. How long has this brand been around? Oh, uh, I mean, it's, you know, the second sexy boost, so. No, that doesn't mean Long shit. enough to have one. Yeah. I don't know. The only website is through a distribution company, so it's. Oof, that is expensive. How much is it? Two seventy nine. No. Yeah. It's Italian made. Isn't Man. the uh, tube I mean, screamer with the little nano tube? It's, that's only like two fifty, right? I can't remember. Even that's overpriced. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think tubes and pedals is really just a bad gimmick. Well, so a lot of them don't run them hot enough to actually get tube clipping. Yeah. So they're just like they run them hot there. enough to glow. Yeah. Well, I mean. That's just the power circuit. You don't even have to run the signal to get them glowing. Um, they can just be there as an LED light of like, hey, you're running power. Um, but yeah, it's just... Or is it like some put like an LED behind the tube so it, it glows. So it looks like it's, it's working. That. Yeah. Not great. Not great. I mean, and there's there was another $200 boost revision that came out like last week and we're not covering it because we don't cover that company. But... Um, Wait, what? Yeah, remember how the, we don't cover that one company that makes a giant boost pedal that is just a boost pedal, and like everyone seems to buy it. And they came out with a V two that's a they little smaller, out, but yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Um, so it's like meh on all that. Um, oh crap. Sorry, I'm watching. I'm watching a stock ticker. Let's just see. moving on. Moving on. New pedal, boost pedal. Dumb. It has. Well, sorry. This has has EQ shaping. Um. Uh, that's about it. That's all I got. And Diaz is running out and doing something. So let's move on. Electroharmonics has released the 15 watt pedal board amplifier called the Howitzer. I'm actually mildly tempted on this. Yeah, so I mean, what's interesting here is we we've seen just a litany of these like pedal board class D amplifier kind of things, but this one actually has an EQ and a gain circuit on it, so it's actually more like a proper amp. Yeah, and it's still got the effects loop to where you can have, like just run, I don't know, your stomp into it and just use it as a power amp. Oh, that's pretty cool. So 15 watts, is that is that the sweet spot? I mean, we have like 40-watt ones, we have 50-watt ones. There's been the, It's been all over the place. I'm kind of wondering, like, what is the right size for one of these kind of things in terms of power? I mean, I guess it depends on what you're doing. I mean, if you're shooting towards the like gigging crowd i feel like the 40 is probably the sweet spot but that's also a lot because doesn't the ehx has the four was it the 44 magnum that's a the small power amp yes yep i'm on their website so i'm trying to find it because i think it's 40 yeah 44 watts so because yeah. this is a solid state, so it really doesn't get that loud to begin with. If you're, but if you're trying to mic it, you know. But who knows what people okay. do? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you just you you just slipped one of the dumb things that guitar players believe. 
That's all the tubes are. Uh... watts equal loudness, and those aren't the same. Oh things. yes. You remember, we're catering to the gear talk community. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> gatekeep, gatekeep, gatekeep. Um, <laughs> you said you said gatekeep. Yes. Okay. Was, what do you think he said? <laughs> I'm not saying what I thought he said. <laughs> I think I know. I do too. Yeah. Grape keep. It's great. Um, no, I mean, so, it's great. So the thing to remember is clean and uh, the reason tube amps are louder than solid state amps of the same wattage is because that's because they're better. No, because it's a clean, it's a clean wattage rating, and you never run a, a tube amp clean. You're always running it up and beyond. And so when you're actually like running like a 30 watt amp, you're actually running or an AC 30 is a 30 watt amp, right? But you're mm-hmm. actually running like 40, 50 watts out of it. Hmm. But it's breaking out, breaking up. So that's why you need higher. That that's why you need two speakers with uh, higher than you know 15 watt rating on them. That's or what that's know. about. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's been Science Corner with Scott. <laughs> did you know if you take need vinegar spin. and baking soda and put it in an old film container it explodes you, did you know um, you don't need the film container for that did you know that if you put liquid paper on a bee it'll die how do you know this science <laughs> science oh lord hmm Anyway, uh, do we see a price tag on this howitzer thingy? Uh, one twenty-seven eighty. It's not bad. Listen, no. Uh, you know they're always a you know very affordable. And I think I've seen like, somewhere is... that you can f- run this off of an actual like brick power supply. Well, it's as 24... long as you got like one amp coming out of it. It's it's twenty-four watts to or twenty-four volts too. Kyle, quit playing with the cinnamon toast so, crunch. Um, <laughs> Twenty-four volts at one amp is really hard to get out of a lot of power supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which ones could do that, but chances are you're using the courtesy outlet. I mean, yeah. I just think it's so awesome having a power amp in a pedal form, like just the pedal size, and it's. Have you really seen anybody really adopt to these yet? I mean, I'm I'm from so the much forty-four. Of the... The 44 I've seen quite a bit in the, uh, I mean, it's great for people with like iridiums and, you know, you know, stomps. Yeah, because that like just that. seems like, like something I'd keep in like my gig bag or something. It wouldn't I would, necessarily I would have always, on my board. I mean, if I was like with in the situation where I run direct, I would keep one on me at all times because you never know whenever you might show up to a gig and you're not running direct, you're going to, they want you to run through an amp or something. You could just, you know, use this. And you could already have it set up and dialed in to keep your tone as close to what you have manufactured for direct as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just I think that these are fantastic uh, ideas, and the the price on them is so great. I really don't know why these are not used more often. I mean, one hundred and twenty seven dollars as a to keep you completely set up. Mm-hmm. I mean, this would be great for me if I, whenever I wanted to like run stereo because I've only got one powered, you know, one powered speaker, but I've got plenty of cabs. 
whenever I'm at home, I want to run stereo and have a little bit of fun. This would be great for it. That's true. See, I own, I don't own a cab. Like of all, well, all the gear that I'm like swimming in, I don't have any cabs unless I disconnect the speakers in the combo amps I have. Right. Yeah. I've got two dedicated cabs. I got two, two by twelves. Um, yeah, and then everything else is combos that can be converted. But I've got two two by twelves that are cabs, and then a two by twelve. <clears throat> sorry, then a two by twelve powered speaker. So if I really wanted to, I could get a couple of these run wet, dry, wet at my house, and you know, hang out with my Robert Keeley pepper grinder and have some fun. You know, hmm. do some incubus sounds all right anyhow i'm getting distracted i'm coming up with a plan in my head that doesn't need to happen all right moving on solid gold effects re- <laughs> solid gold effects releases another fuzz pedal so it's a gated muff style fuzz it's got sliders on it yeah i was gonna say it has sliders you should like this i, I do i don't you like the color scheme the that much was. i actually like it the imperial mark ii there you go so it, it kind of has it reminds me like kind of like a death star kind of graphic like an old yeah school. yeah it does kind of exactly have that, like, uh, that old computer kind of a vibe um yeah so this yeah. is based on somewhat based on the gen electronics or gen electronica um jumbo i think fuzz was the name of it which was yeah. a was a spin on the hx uh big muff back in the ram's head era um this is modded a bit though so it's a silicon instead of a germanium transistors um the gate is changed a little bit um yeah some of those kind of things um i i dig it yeah it is it a standard size pedal or is it actually a little big looks a little bigger yeah I think the sliders could be a lot of fun just because they're big and you can mess with them with your feet. Yeah, that would be fun. Though, I mean, I don't know about this one. I mean, the the Gen's voiced a little bit different, so I think they said it has a little bit different of a mid-range kind of a presence in it. But, I mean, <laughs> the tone knob on a big muff doesn't do much, so um, i just kind of be curious what kind of messing with that on the fly would go. Yeah. But 200 bucks, Canadian-made pedal, decent fuzz, slider controls. I don't think this is that outrageous of, a, of an ask. No, no, mm-hmm. no, not at all. So, and I mean, I, I have solid gold fuzzes. They're fantastic. So, I think, I think these will do well. I think people will like them. You've got the Tone Mob one, don't you? Yeah, he made the Tone Mob one. Um, and he also did the if six was nine, which is a oh yeah, that's right. Face. That's a fuzz face, yeah. Yeah. Which, How do you like that one? Uh, that's my that's my number one fuzz. Well, I mean, I've got my. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to see if I can love the Bliss Factory as my all. Yeah. Not just well, it gets crazy fuzz, which I'm still having yeah. a little trouble kind of getting a little more tame stuff out of it, but um well that's the thing i mean it's not really i mean what it's it's a fuzz face that's already maxed out pretty much right yeah and i mean i usually close to max out a fuzz face already 
you know the, yeah. the fuzz should be turned up all the way generally mm-hmm. or just just a hint of trim um, oh well no no i i don't so i don't see that's the thing i'm weird about my fuzz because I, I like my fuzz closer to a distortion where it's not super thick and a whole lot of low end mm-hmm. but um i mean it really just de- kind of depends that's why i'm really excited about getting the bliss factory because i that's been my hardest problem with getting a fuzz on my board is because like like i love the tysco fuzz it's an octave and it gets that you know velcro ripping like craziness and then i love our bite my shiny metal ass that we got from electromotive mm-hmm. um that's great i always i crank that one pretty much all my knobs are maxed on that one yeah that's a tone and, bender right yeah yeah and that's like i've got the uh mark three from love pedal we both got the same one and that's another one that i usually max out completely but like it's because i want these different sounds for different parts and that's why i'm really excited about the bliss factory being able to run it midi or do a fave switch and be able to have all like the different sounds that i want like in one pedal but fuzz face is the best fuzz so that's just there's there's no arguing that i mean that's that's my kind of ideal thing but and then usually it's the variance of it or people take be like oh yeah i took a fuzz face and i did this with it and i'm like oh i really like that still but i mean if it's good enough for eric johnson it's good enough for me Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, my standards are lower than Eric Johnson since I'm not putting batteries in the freezer. But. Or you can, well, what you can do is you can get the uh, Benson. I played that one, the Germanium Fuzz. Uh, yeah, my buddy Ian has one, um, but uh, he had a broken knob on it, so he's been waiting to get it. Um, oh, yeah, my buddy Andrew, he uh, he has one, and it's really cool. I Honestly... I, I'm I'm a real big sucker for like gimmicks on a pedal, mm-hmm. as long as it's not a showing of a tube. Um, but it's got the like it'll tell you when it's heating up. It shows you like when it's heating up. Does it go? The, he's uh, heating up. On that, I don't uh, get that reference. That's when so. you make two baskets in a row on um, uh, NBA Jam, and then you'll go on fire. The only, the only basketball game I ever played was uh, Charles Barkley's "Shut Up and Jam." on sega genesis but you never played nba jams no that's like the sega genesis game no no charles barkley shut up and jam was way better all right (laughs) what do you do you really want to argue about that i mean no (laughs) no no. you're like literally i do not want to you know put any more time towards this let's move forward i'm I'm just like this is one of those moments where you know someone's like oh uh, i prefer the bag cereal and i just go okay and you just move on is there a difference between bag cereal and cereal that comes in a box in a bag that's stored in a box exactly okay well at least we can agree on that um (laughs) speaking of things that 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 don't matter that much here's a so the boss hm2 waza craft uh just got released which i believe like this is gonna be one of those things where everyone it has not been released for it well i'm did i say it was released i meant like it's being teased it's the first look yeah yeah uh like the the announcement sorry it's been announced they they announced they're Um, going to be working on it or they at least like confirmed it is this photoshopped um, or is this real? No, this is real. They're showing prototypes of it. Yeah, silver knob, which is that, that's that's one of the, I love the silver knob. 
Um, but any, you know, this is honestly, I think it's gonna be one of those things where everyone's begged for it, and then it's gonna come out, and everyone's gonna be like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I mean, the boss has like had a bad run with that, in my opinion, where they give everyone what they want, and then it just dies. Well, so here's where I'm getting nervous with this one is historically, the fun part of Waza was it was the modded thing, right? So it wasn't just like, hey, it's a reissue. It was like a, hey, here's a. Here's the Keeley mods already baked in, or here's this baked in. This has nothing on it that makes it seem like it's different other than cosmetic. Well, what about the, so the DM2? What was modded about that? Uh, was that actually a Waza? Yeah, Wait, DM2W. Which one? The, was, the was it just the fact that they re, or yeah, was it just a vintage reissue? Because like the um, because the Dimension was like a a reissue as well with like. It wasn't really but, like modded. Well, so, I thought you. I, that's why I was saying the Waza was like modded. Well, that's that. That's my image. Did someone of, have an owl in their house? <laughs> what is, is going my, on? My, that's my cat. That's asthma. <laughs> Gosh, I can talk to the turkey. My that, that's that's at my neighbor's. Uh, no joke. Like my kids think it's hilarious. I can get the turkey to talk. I'm gonna have to put that up on our Facebook or something. Do you guys ever see the um, old SNL skit of uh, Mark Wahlberg talks to animals? No. no. Oh, okay. Uh, That's just how I imagine Diaz talking to a turkey. <laughs> no, I need to go from this. Yeah, but I, I just hoot like an owl and it'll go, and I'll go, That's how. That's the conversation. On, be right back. Oh my goodness! What what did I get myself into with you two? I don't know. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> we have we have Ace Ventura's Home for Sick Animals over with with Chris, <laughs> and then just the crazy world of Diaz, uh, skin stoned and talking to turkeys. Fiona used to eat child. So anyway, yeah, HM2 is coming. I don't, yeah, I, I think it will do okay, but I don't think it's going to do great because I think the HM2, but I don't know. I mean, there's so there's so much love for like the vintage boss stuff Yeah. that part of like, I'm just not on that train with the, the way some people are. I don't have the nostalgia for boss effects the way people do. So I want I, them to I, do a Waza phaser. Where they just combine a bunch of the different phaser circuits into one, like they, they do. Did. They do the one R, the two, and the three in one. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I went for the uh, the bubble tron was it gave me the stepped and the regular phasing, plus a filter all in one package. Yeah, or you can always check out the uh, phaser that Electromotive makes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we going to move on to the next thing? And by the way, Chris, that cat is killing me. You're the one who got up and left. We're waiting for you. I had, I had to check on my pizza. <laughs> it's 10 in Priorities. the morning, people, just so you know. It's 10 in the morning. <laughs> it is 11.19 in the morning where Diaz lives. <laughs> it's 9 in the morning. Why am <laughs> I even this, awake right now? Are, are this pizza is bagels? Time zone. It's pizza in the morning, pizza at the evening, pizza at supper time. It's... When pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. Sorry, that's <laughs> that commercial came on way too much when I was a kid. 
Funny thing, can't stand bagel bites. <laughs> uh, Speaking of things, Chris, can't stand. the cat. I can't stand the cat, Chris. <laughs> He's killing like, oh, me. Baby girl, I'm sorry. Oh, See, Diaz is a horrible person who can't handle it. Don't look at me like that. Oh my gosh, I heard. Oh. I heard the cat's feelings. I'm making those noises. Yes, yeah, she's. No, she is a little hurt. Yeah, right. I'm going to take a picture of this and we'll put it in the group chat. So Speak if you want to uh, see it, join the Patreon. Uh, speaking of of a little hurt, <laughs> I'm a little hurt by Joe Bonamassa putting on another damn pedal Ew. after he wanted to insult pedals. Um, I think it's hilarious. If he can put his name on it and sell it and make money off of it, he'll do it. Joe Bonamassa is the kiss of the blues world. I was going to say, what other guitarist does that? Well, the entire band Kiss does that. Slash. <laughs> Slash will put his name on almost anything. Um, Eddie Van Halen, Joe Bonamassa, and Slash are like the the. We have way too many signatures. We don't need any more. But oh well. Or the fact that Tom Morello slapped his little design on a normal Dunlop Crybaby and charged a premium for it to have, and then wants to, <laughs> yeah, to have a Soviet star painted on it. And and just to like say how much he hates capitalism, whenever he benefits from it greatly. Anywho, Diaz, don't you get it? He's ironically benefiting from capitalism. It's art. Oh yeah, did you guys see that? It turns out Tom Rello is not white. <laughs> that oh, was yeah, a big, I saw that. That was a news break this week. It was really funny because I had someone actually send it to me via text, and then it shows up in our group chat. Uh, someone pretty much like said. He talks about Tom Morello's like white privilege, and he's like, "I'm not white," <laughs> which is true. <laughs> he is not white. You can, I mean, oh yeah, he should God. just. I mean, if if he was so white, he should try to join the royal family and see how things go. Oh, timely reference. Pure bloods only around here. <laughs> I was watching that interview you... with Oprah last night because a girl was talking about it. There's a small town in Kentucky where pretty much they've never left so everyone's like just been inbreeding oh, for Lord. for generations and they're pretty much equivalent to the royal family of the united states that's all i'm saying and they're, they're worried about pure blood okay anywho um so let's talk about this pedal for as minimum <laughs> minimal as possible we started talking about joe bonamassa having too many signature pedals and we went into white supremacy i love <laughs> this guys good job uh, wait wait good job. who said anything about white supremacy Pure well bloods. i mean I guess that's a show isn't it no that's true bloods <laughs> yep. all right um oh, i want to point wow. out also i hung a tv up on a wall this week and it didn't fall that was great <laughs> you, <laughs> you hit yeah. a stud when you did that right I am sure. a stud. So hitting your thumb does not count. <laughs> uh, no, I totally got a stud fighter and made sure that everything was through okay. a stud. Yeah, you no, want at least it, you, you want one at least one when you're doing a TV. No, no, no. I, I got the one. I, I'm like each side is connected to a stud. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Safety first, then teamwork. <laughs> All right. Um so this pedal is uh has a drive and modulation um the drive is probably just a so, screamer so joe bonamassa already has a signature uh, overdrive from um from way huge so yeah. this is that I, got, overdrive. I gotta go check on my pizza i'll be back God. oh my goodness this is cooking with diaz 
I'm like the Julia Child of podcasting. If only in a half an hour he was late for the podcast today, he could have cooked a pizza then. <laughs> hey, I was busy. <laughs> I, I'm not gone yet. I can hear you. Um, uh, yeah, so it has the WM28 overdrive in it, which is a sauced up version of the Green Rhino overdrive with punchier oh, mids. So, uh, oh, so uh, too scary. Nice. Yep. Um, and then it's got part of a blue hippo chorus as the modulation section, which I mean, I it's it's been well known that it Bonamassa has an always on good chorus that's like really subtle for like some of his amps and then he runs like a dry. So I mean, this just simplifies his rig. Um it's called Penny Saver okay. Royale because Diaz never says what things are. Uh I did say what it was. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know. It took us like four hours to get it started on topic about this well you know uh, what listen uh, the pizza looks delicious pizza, pizza, by the way? i just took it out of the oven <laughs> i told you i was in my i'm like i'm in my dining room it's like 10 steps away it looks it looks delicious by the way in case anyone was concerned do you do jacks or tombstone no i did uh aldi brand oh are those good <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're they're good and they're cheap as hell. Like a big sixteen inch pie is like seven bucks. That's not bad. No, I've been it's I've been bad. eating DiGiorno ones all through quarantine, and so I'm getting yeah. like, I'm getting a little tired of them. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I gotta. I'm trying to go cheap for a while. Yeah. So okay. Uh, did we say how much this was? It's three hundred bucks. Oh fuck you, Joe Bonamassa. Which you can buy the WM28 for 170. Wait, wait. And you can a, buy the Blue Rhino or the Blue Hippo for 150. So you're saving 20 bucks by combining them together and stripping features off of them. So can we make, make that episode title F U Bonamassa? I'd listen to that. All right. Oh. This next thing makes me feel things. Tell us more. Dean unleashes new Vengeance and Zero electric guitar models for 2021. So pretty much now that Dave Mustaine's gone, they just got to take his name off of it and say, yeah, that's what this is. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's really not true at all. This is actually one of the more decent Dean headstock designs. I, you know, I honestly, I don't have, I don't have big issues with Dean headstocks. Dean is one of the few brands that does headstocks very well, in my opinion. Um, like even uh, the Dean Hardtails, I had a Dean Hardtail and absolutely loved that guitar. And the headstock on that looked great too. It looked like a little bit of a warped PRS one, but I mean, it looked fantastic. Um, oh, wait, wait. The Dean. No, that's BC Rich. That sucks. I don't know. Dean has some pretty atrocious headstocks, dude. Where? Which one? I'll look it up. They're V's. They have the dime bag headstock on like everything. Oh yeah, those are pretty bad. Those are just too big. If they're, they're a little bit they're, smaller. Their Nash Vegas series ones are ugly. Okay, whatever. Fine. These look good. I was I was trying to help you out, Dean. Let's see, Dean Nash Vegas. Let me look at that. Uh gosh, Dan Guitar Center website. Hurry up. Yeah, there's there's some. I don't hate trip. those. I don't like the logo. I the headstock design doesn't bother me. The, oh, the logo is looks... huge on those. 
No, it doesn't look bad. I think that the no, I like it. Anyway, uh, I don't like the logo on on some of them. All right, so we've got we've got like almost like a Randy Rhodes style V design, and we've got a let's call it a slim down Explorer shape with the zero. Yeah. Um. So, do we see a price on these? They're Dean, so not So we got like flame bucks? tops, glow in the dark side dots, Fishman fluence pickups, stainless steel frets. 700, 800. Seriously? Maybe. You're listing a lot of pretty premium things, in my opinion. Yeah, that's why when you said 700, I was like, really? Oh, um, you think it's too low? That's way too low. Usually, uh, stainless well, steel frets is like a $200 premium on just normal guitars. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, I'm still engine. not seeing a price on this. I'm like, even on like the Dean website. Yeah, it's saying to be determined. So. TBD. I'm guessing this is oh, going to be in dude, the two I grand can't range. Afford... You think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Never mind. Fishman fluences, all that. I mean, it depends where they're made. Um, which if this oh. is if these are U.S. made, I mean, yeah. It's part of the select series. Know. What's the what are normal select series ones cost? About eight hundred fifty. Seriously? There's a Dean V Select guitar, classic black, eight hundred fifty bucks. So yeah, that's what I'm seeing too. So maybe this is yeah, going I'm, after like um, the Charvel, like San Dimas kind of range in pricing, where they'll be Far Eastern made with premium features. Yeah, like the Schecter area too. A, a little higher than the Schecter range. So, all right. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, we already kind of mentioned that, so we'll, we'll touch on it again. Uh, so we talked about the string company revealed the existence of an SE model, Silver Sky. Um, I think we kind of talked about it enough. Right? We don't. No one knows anything except for there was a box that said there was a Silver Sky that was made in the Court Factory. Yep, which is where the other <clears throat> SEs are made. Right. Um, and then the other interesting part is, uh, someone trying to interpret some of the, the stats on it, um, implies that it could be a, um, 7.5, uh, 8.25 radius instead oh, okay. of 7.25, which is what everyone gets really mad at the SE or about the silver sky about is how the, the, the radius on Necklace? it. So, um, yeah. which honestly I've played one and I didn't even notice. You know how people get, they look at stats and they just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can get, tell a lot from stats, but you can't, you can't get a feel, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, bear in mind, I play nowadays, the guitars I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more and more towards a flatter radius guitar and I'm like the SE does, or so the silver sky does not scare me off. So yeah. nothing, I, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong. It seems like flat radius, uh, a lot of people use that to play faster as well. You know what I mean? Like that's a. I think they're just easier to set up personally, but that's, yeah. that's, I don't know. I mean, so, I mean, Gibson's been running a 12 inch radius for ages. And so right. when like, like PRS and a few of the other, the, the more modern, like 10 inch radius seems to be where people are kind of settling. Mm -hmm. uh, like you'll, and you'll see like a compound radius go from like 10 to 16 or something like that. Um, so it'll get ultra flat up, up in the high end, which is really just, allowing you to have a little more clearance uh for 
strings. That's that's yeah. that's really what it is. Let's see if a lower action. Um, I don't know. My my Titan I think is a ten. Maybe it's maybe it's a twelve inch. It's it's a flatter radius. My PRS is a flatter radius than that. But oh, I don't know. Bring it on. Bring it on. I think an SE Silver Sky will be a very very interesting thing in the market. If as long as they don't have yeah. the big SE on the headstock, I might get one. I think I the truss rod cover would be an ideal spot for it. Yeah, and that way you can change the truss rod cover. And no one yeah. will know. Yeah, I mean, the other thing to think about there is, like, uh, everyone gets real mad if the SEs have uh, birds on them. Uh, that's stupid. Well, I, every PRS should have birds on it, period. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. but there was a period of time where they only did the birds on the high-end models, and so it was an indication yeah. of, like, it was, you had the fancy one. You wanted um, to be elite. Yeah. And then, I guess, the other question is, because the Silver Sky has all kind of PRS-designed hardware, um, like, they designed their own... They design, I mean, I say they design, but they refined and they figured out their own bridge, everything like that. And so I kind of wonder what hardware will be like on an affordable Silver Sky. Will they, will it be the same hardware? Will it be cheap up, cheap versions of the hardware? Will they have the same pickups? You know, those kind of things I'm, I'm kind of curious about. Cause like the SE line doesn't have the USA pickups. <clears throat> they have like similar branding. It's like the. The, the, it'll be the pickup name and then it'll be dash S or whatever for a licensed version. So curious what that all turns out to be. I don't know, Bobby. All right. Speaking of not knowing what the hell's going on. Oh, you finally saw it. Oh, no. I've been staring at it slightly confused <laughs> for a minute. What the hell is this? What is it, DS? Uh, it looks like. This is where you say what the brand name is. You're no, you're like you want me to say this like this, like I so I sound like I'm dumb, but am aminimal? A minimal? A minimal? Aminimal. That sounds right to me. I saw I read it as like aminimal. Like a a kid doesn't know. That's how I was starting to read it too. It's like, wait, that actually sounds minimal. Is it just A with minimal? On it, is that the proper spelling of minimal? Or is it supposed? To, or is it? Or is it? They let a four-year-old trying to say animal name the thing. Don't know. Well, f- <laughs> turns out you see like a five-year-old walk out during the, like the press conference. You're like, oh damn, this was right. <laughs> no, that's the correct spelling. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. So it's a weird guitar pick. That it, it's multiple um, weird guitar picks. Yeah, yeah I don't. If you break off a layer, do you just have a smaller guitar pick now? Yes. <laughs> is it like pick your own size? Like pick your own adventure for guitar picks? Yeah, yeah. Do you, oh my god. Do you oh my god, literally. Oh my god. Like... Holy sh no no. Holy shit. Great idea. Pick your own size, and it's a pun because it's a guitar pick. Oh my gosh. Trademark it's, that. Oi. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag trademark. Uh registered. Uh, hold on, I gotta mail something to myself. Yeah, we're gonna mail this to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. The way it's stamped by the government. <sighs> Okay, but for real, that that is a great idea. Pick your own size guitar picks. You can just pop off a piece. Okay. All right, so it's described as functional art. Which I don't know. I don't... You, it just looks what? like... It, 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 is this novelty or is this actual function? Okay, it's novelty because it literally has a hole already in it for you to put on a necklace. Yeah. 
Good point. And I don't know how much some of these would actually hold up to use. No, also, they're going to break off. Well, they're made of brass. If not break, they're going to bend. It looks like, you know, there's that little, like, tip right there. It looks like just outlines of penises. <sighs> that's all I'm saying. Where, no, that's just where the strings in that picture are kind of weird. I've been staring at this thing for, like, ten minutes. I'm seeing things. Okay? So, so they've actually got a few different designs. This, I mean, so this is either... It, this is brass picks that are like just basically lines they're not solid objects anymore and so there's all these different like, designs more. and things like that and so my first question is is this cast is this cut or is this uh like can you 3d print brass i don't know if you can do that or not i don't know I, that's honestly my first thought was 3d printer it, um, a lot of the stuff looks like the things that people will be like look i 3d printed this and look at how ornate this design is i'm really surprised at how much these cost it's not a horrible it's a five pack is twenty three dollars. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not bad. Then they have that's to be, like they have reasonable. To be cast. That's I mean, but like honestly, if they didn't have the hole in the top, I'd say that these might be actual like legitimate design. Think about how many uh guitar players who are famous use coins and other material material besides uh plectrum and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this still just screams, this is what your aunt buys you for Christmas because they heard you like guitars. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it looks like they could be earrings, you know, like something like that, but still... Yeah, or a Christmas I mean, tree ornament. You know, there's a lot of guitar players that have earrings, so why not? Ugh. Go for it. I've got a hole for an earring still. I can put an earring in there, wear it. Do it. I'm doing it right now ordered wait i'm not really ordering did, i was just uh, I was gonna say did computer. diaz just impulsively <laughs> buy something on air that's my move <laughs> uh, <laughs> how dare you steal my square if anyone's still playing the effects loop uh, uh, yeah all right was that the last thing on the list that was the last thing on the list oh my so. gosh uh so topics um you actually this was submitted to us from uh, a Patreon supporter. It says, general topic for the show, if you guys are ever looking for one. Um, ben, listen, we beg for him all the time, okay? Why do most players own a disproportionately large number of drive pedals as compared to modulation time-based effects? Because I want them. Well, okay, I'll explain. I, I, I have a legitimate answer. Number one, on average, drive pedals are cheaper um that's fair less yeah. component i mean if, if there's less components they're easy i mean it, it's just the way it is they're, they're just cheaper uh number two drive pedals are easier to change in your setup and swap in and out um now like if you have a sound that you're going for and you have a delay pedal it, it's definitely in my opinion delay is a lot harder for me to swap out and still sound you know how i have it in my head then if i was just swap out a drive and just you know tune in and drive really quick you know mm -hmm. um that's what i really say and honestly uh i would i mean the fact that they're cheaper is probably the basis of it because that's why a lot of people um put out a ton of drive pedals is because i can have five keely drives 
but having like five key modulation pedals is i don't know it would be more expensive and drives are so many different mods and slightly different things that people do to it um and i feel like also for a builder standpoint modding and changing modulation effects is not as easy as modding and changing Mm -hmm. overdrive and distortion and fuzz so i i I would say volume matching is actually more difficult with drives of just kind of like swapping a new drive and then you got to figure out like your whole gain stack again but they also dial in really quickly because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it this way. The reason I think we swap out our drives all the time and not modulation is because the modulation market has allowed us to have one pedal that does a lot of things. Yeah. So we'll have presets. We'll have, or we'll just be comfortable just bending over and changing the settings on it. So you're like, I want a long delay. I want a short delay. I want a, I want a really in-depth chorus. I want a subtle chorus, what, whatever it is. Drives for us, for a lot of us, tend to just be one setting and you're done with it. You just dial it into where like you like it, and that, that's its flavor, and you're done. Oh well, I would say this as well. Um, while modulation changes your tone and your overall sound, mm-hmm. your drive pedals typically are your overall sound. Um, it covers a lot more of a basis, while you might only have delay on for certain parts of songs or uh have you know a phaser or, or whatever i think reverb is one of the ones that is closer to always on your drive pedals a lot of people use them always on so more people are willing to change out the base of their t- i mean they're not the base of their tone but like the, what what you hear the most of of them you know does that make any sense at all maybe on playback yeah. it might okay all right well okay it's so what you're saying is it your your drive pedal is your core tone and people want to swap that out once in a while right right and also i would say um because it's your core tone and you hear it the most that's also probably the thing that you're like oh that doesn't sound right it doesn't sound how i remember it sounding you know Hmm. because everyone gets that where they're like ah that's like people who have their settings like taped and everything i'm like man i change my drive settings way too much you know depending I found, on the room and depending on what well, you know just what i'm feeling at the time i found since i went to a modeler i'm not tweaking my drives as much as i used to just because like it's more consistent yeah yeah same here um that's why you gotta put your batteries in the freezer uh i only play my fuzz face pedal if the room is sitting at 14 degrees celsius <laughs> I don't know how much that is in American, but okay. So, in recap, they're cheaper. Drive pedals are cheaper. Yeah, they're different flavors for different days. Mm-hmm. They're 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 kind of a one set. They're one trick ponies, right? And so they don't do as much as a lot of our vi- our more modulation delay reverb pedals and presets. Because we, we were joking about this, what was it, uh, a week or two ago, there was the, the MIDI controllable $400 overdrive, and Diaz, you were like, no. You know, like, you just mm-hmm. you just had this reaction to it, you were like, no, I don't want that. Because you didn't want, in your head, you believe an overdrive only has one good setting. Yeah. Uh, and so, mm-hmm. not having, you, you didn't think you could actually get multiple presets out of a drive pedal and, and be happy with it. 
and then <laughs> b you didn't want presets and all to change all these different kind of tones so yeah um it just wasn't clicking with you and then 400 dollars or whatever it costs you're like no 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 i mean yeah. that lines up exactly like we have not had the big sky of overdrive pedals people have tried to make it and it just never yeah, yeah there's been a few yeah it never sticks midi overdrive does not stick even when it's all analog people still don't look at the brothers i mean you got the brothers and then you've got source audio has done it with what the la lady and other yep. pedals like that and then you've got the scarlet overdrive from sela effects um or the v3 was midi and then you've got like a bunch of different things and it just never sticks with the boss so need 200 or whatever it is yeah i'm actually looking at that currently but uh like does that maybe stem from the stigma that like whenever you hear people talk about line six devices are always like oh yeah you can use it for modulation but keep your drives like is that just well, because there's a stigma behind full computer i think it's drives? Oh, yeah for sure well that's okay so um i've got the jackson audio golden boy and it's a fantastic overdrive i absolutely love it but one of the things is uh my friend andrew said that people tell me it sounds too digital i was like just play it i was like because i i mean i don't i don't think it sounds real digital um and he you know he played it i was like does that sound too digital he said no not at all the riverside this from strymon the sunset from strymon all of these pedals that use any sort of uh digital part component or anything control people automatically put it off but i think that's the same it's the same stigma going back to tubes or solid state mm -hmm. you know can you tell the difference possibly there's a chance yeah tubes humming yeah. like crazy when it's nothing to be played right <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. but like it, it's just it's just one of those things where you know that's the way it's always going to be and i think that's the thing with drives is people are always going to be it's got to be an analog drive you know it's got to do this yeah because that was my first initial thought was that like a lot of us have like what, uh, line what, six stomps or timelines and stuff and it's like that covers everything but nobody wants to go out and buy look you know, at the od 200 the, look at the dl4 the mm -hmm. mm4 and all of those in the four series for line six and then they had the distortion one yeah and it went nowhere but i honestly it's, it's it even had an amp sim and it didn't yeah, do anything yeah. yeah that's just how people are they're stupid well what's funny um josh Scott i'm one of those people too on the jhs show he pulled one out at one point it was like this thing actually sounds pretty good yeah but I've, I've seen that too with like people still having like hx stomps and the full helix does sound good with its drives in it and things like that they're not that bad Mm -hmm. And when I say they're not that bad, I mean like they're actually pretty good and they're better than a lot of people as analog setups. But there's still yeah. just this insistence that like, you're like, I need to have drive pedals, you know, that are analog. And I, like I, I'm guilty of this too. I'm a guy who's who has a Kemper and still uses a floorboard because I'm like, <coughs> I still want that my was drives. me. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the thing is too is just there's something about twisting the knobs on an analog drive where it's like you can feel that response you can just dial it in so quickly too i mean part right part of it might just be we're trained 
Yeah, I'm just I I don't want to say hey we're competent because we're we're all pretty incompetent. No, we're monkeys with bananas. (laughs) But there's just that thing of like I can do this quickly and I have confidence in myself in doing it. Yeah, you give me a drive pedal, I'm gonna tune. I'm gonna if you hand me a drive pedal, Mm -hmm. and in a guarantee, I can guarantee you in one minute I will find a usable tone, if not what I consider the best tone out of that pedal. And you're done tweaking it at that point for her. Yeah, uh, like you're never moving it extreme. You're always just subtly just like, yeah, I just want to hint more of this or this or you know. Right. Yeah, well, it's much easier I, on, to do with that than diving through menus. <laughs> well, I mean, it's yeah. and it's really simple with with you know with your analog pedals. You put put everything. I start a pedal. I put it at noon. I I go to volume. Well, I usually try to do volume towards the end to get to unity. Um, but the first thing I do is I have everything at noon. I dial the tone right about where I like it. Most most tone knobs for me sit about one one or two o'clock. Um, I like a little bit towards the high end, and mm-hmm. then um, and then I do my drive. I've, I'm listen where it's at at the middle, and nine times out of ten, I'm going to the right. I'm probably going to sit about eight nine o'clock. Uh, well, maybe nine ten o'clock. I, I love I love pushing gain in these pedals, especially analog pedals. For some reason, they just uh, they sound better with the gain pumped up and then i'm checking volume i'm getting to unity if there's another control uh that one i'll just move a little bit kind of land it where it sounds good and i'm, I'm off to the races yep because nine times out of ten that fourth knob is like a weird like kind of contour or just a bass knob so if it's a bass knob it's getting turned down all oh, my favorites when it's a clean treble blend uh yeah that, uh, and that's my, really easy because like no matter pedal, what uh kalamazoo had that and it that was really the joy of that pedal that, yeah. that, that makes it really cool rest in peace lip love pedal rest in peace yeah rest in r.i.p in peace yep all right um well uh, on that depressing note thanks for joining us uh you can join our facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash effects loop you can follow us on instagram at the effects loop find our youtube because we lost it email us at the effects loop at gmail.com and you can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash the effects loop. You get to be in a cool chat with us. Um, if you're ever in Knoxville, you can come crash in my spare room, I guess. Uh, or if I need a place to live, uh, you can let me crash with you. Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Um, well, we have, a, we, we have a new tier of our Patreon, uh, a yeah. new feature benefit, um, that if you sign up for it, I will harass you a couple times a week about working out. Chris is currently <laughs> on it. Yeah. Yep. He doesn't even have to pay for it. He got he, he's he's the trial. Oh no, Chris is paying for it. <laughs> oh yeah, in yeah, emo- yeah. In emotional <laughs> emotional way. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, I would not suggest joining that level of Patreon. Um, and st- thank you, Stream Joy, for sponsoring this episode, and thank you for keeping your mouth shut. Um, for not really. <laughs> 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 thanks, thanks for not. Thanks for not talking about that thing. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for not spoiling the stuff for us. Um, but go check out uh, Stringjoy, stringjoy.com. Sound better. Play butter. Because you're going you're gonna to be playing like butter. Yeah, that's kind of fun. All right. Uh, so for the effects loop, I'm Tiaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we sound really confused and scared. So we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Adios.
a dictionary Why is negativity always drawing out pics in every visualized love? Energized lives together, together We undefeated, a plan to make weather's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy Never after, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Don't buy